0: As bold as lions, as bold as lions, as bold as lions, as bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold As Lions podcast. Well, welcome to the As Bold As Lions podcast. My name is Derek. So good to have you join me today. I almost started off by saying good morning, (laughs) Uh, but don't want to just assume that it's morning whenever you are listening to this. Sometimes I record... A podcast right away in the morning, sometimes it's later on, most of the time it's in the afternoon, but just out of uh, habit, I just felt like I was almost um, ready to say good morning. But hopefully, whether it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this uh, falls upon your ears that um, your day is good and uh, you're blessed and the Lord is with you um, mightily. We're uh, in the middle of doing a series. I'm going to jump right into that in in a couple minutes here. But just in case you haven't listened to this podcast before or just kind of stumbled upon it for some reason, um, This is kind of an outlet through a ministry called As Bold as Lions. So if you go to my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com, you can find out a lot more there. Um, primarily started a few years ago doing some blog writing, and then that sort of morphed into doing some podcasts and devotion writing. And and all that, this kind of is active and... I guess alive and well, uh, through that website, through just other channels that I, I try to reach out and do the, all these podcasts are pretty much on your main uh, streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple music, Pandora, wherever. Plus you can go to my website and just play them straight through there. Sometimes that's the best place just to find everything in case you're wanting to go back and listen to more. Um, and then devotions and, 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 uh, blogs still do that. Still do a monthly blog. A lot of times, the content that I, I use for that finds its way onto the podcast. So, just the different things, just different resources to equip Christians. That's really a big part of my my ministry. I believe is to believers to to just help each other out and to kind of give us some some. Uh, substance for for the the journey for at least today, you know. There's there's tomorrow is, has its own set of problems, but what is what's something that can just keep you going today? Um, and then for those who maybe don't profess a faith in Jesus Christ, but they're here for some reason, they found this for some reason. Um, I hope that you find the hope of Jesus Christ through these messages. I I really that's. Just kind of interwoven throughout all that I do, that it points to Him. At least that's my prayer. So, um, been doing this for a while, going on about uh, two or three years on the on the podcast. I guess a couple of years, and the blogs going back almost six years. That's where it all started. And then devotions for the last four or five years. You can either sign up get those emailed to you, or you can watch them uh, in video format. I've been doing that for about a year now on YouTube and places like that. So all that out, out front, sometimes I just like to make sure I, I check that box uh, occasionally when I'm doing these podcasts just to make sure people kind of, any any new folks is kind of bringing them along. All the old regular uh, visitors are, are just kind of nodding, hopefully in agreement, or maybe you're just fast-forwarding to when, when we dive into things. I don't know, but um, forgive me for belaboring the point here a little bit with that. Um, we are starting, uh, not starting, we're finishing this little three-part series on Summer of Psalms, um, recurring series that I've done 2021, 2022, now 2023. Um if there's again talking about content, if you've liked anything that you've heard here, and you're you're kind of curious to hear more, um, those other summers are are with four or five of these episodes a piece, um, where we look at some other psalms, uh, Psalm twenty three, Psalm ninety one. Some of those are all mixed in there, and I, I as I go through the psalms as I'm reading them, kind of on a Basically, a weekly basis. I maybe read three or four a week. Um, take notes, jot things down, underline, highlight. I'm I'm always just kind of looking for more, and it's just it amazes me that there is always more. There is always something that's like God just shines a flashlight on a, on a word or a phrase or something, and it's just it hits me. So there's there's kind of that freshness that I try to pull in here. Um, to talk about these things again. So diving in rather quickly today, we have a little bit longer passage to read. You may have seen the title, it's Psalm 72, Long Live the King. Um, This psalm is a little bit different from the other two that we've covered, Psalm 65 and 66. Um, But I found this one kind of interesting because I think it's a little bit of an outlier with some of the other things that I've talked about, or just the other psalms that I've I've been reading lately, that it just kind of relates to um, earthly kings and, and leaders, but ultimately to our heavenly King, and just um, kind of pointing our eyes to to what awaits us and and who He is, really what uh, the heavenly kingdom is. So. Without further ado, just reading through that psalm in its entirety, I'm just going to grab a quick drink and jump right back in. Here is Psalm 72. It says, give the king your justice. Uh, That's the title in my Bible. And then it says of Solomon. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. In his days may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May desert tribes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts May all kings fall down before him, all nations serve him. For he delivers the needy when he calls the poor and him who has no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually, and blessings invoked for him all the day. May, the, may there be abundance of grain in the land, and on the tops of the mountains may it wave. May its fruit be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever. His fame continue as long as the sun. May people call. May people be blessed in him. All nations call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. That being 20 verses, um, and that was the ESV, the English Standard Version, that's commonly where I... Um, read from, the translation I use, you may have a different one, Um, but those verses are um, attributed to either David or Solomon. It's kind of um, a little bit of a a gray area as far as who actually wrote this. Um, if If I'm looking at this, I feel like it's written by David about Solomon, um in in terms of his reign is uh David kind of passing the mantle on to Solomon uh or it could be that Solomon wrote it himself I I feel like it's more so David about Solomon but could be wrong there um the interesting thing, here to me, and this is a, uh There's a commentary, a commentary by Matthew Henry. You may have heard of it before. There's something called a, a concise commentary, so a little bit uh, more brief in in what he says about uh, passages in the Bible. But this, he says, in this psalm, it belongs to Solomon in part, but to Christ more fully and clearly. So, kind of keep that in front of you as we go through this. That. It's talking about Solomon and, and some of these things with his reign, but more fully it's pointing towards Jesus Christ. Um, and what intrigues me about this psalm is I kind of go back to rationale for including it here um, is that the, the ultimate King he does the ultimate king is the one who does all these things um, and that these verses talk about which is Christ, the Lord, the Messiah. Um, the Psalm is saying, may there be, as in, let the reign of the king be such and such. May, may the king have this, um, prosperous thing happen. May, may there be this that takes place. And ultimately, Solomon's reign was not forever. And it was not without its own issues. It wasn't perfect. The Psalms, however, point us to a reign that will be forever. And a king who is all of these things, encompasses all of these things. So once again, as we move through, I'm just pulling out some themes that I I kind of draw from this passage as we we do from week to week. And I believe the attributes here being applied to Solomon are directly then towards Jesus. And uh, that really we're, we're examining Christ as we look at these things. So let's jump in. Our first point is his reign is one of justice. Very first couple of verses, give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. It is said that the king will be given justice and righteousness. To rule fairly, he upholds the poor and the needy. Um, we see that really throughout This psalm, And it's a contrast to any earthly leader we have now or anyone that's ever come in history. You know, Solomon may have come close, perhaps David as well, but they both had their flaws and they were not perfectly righteous. Look again at at these verses. This is uh, 12 through 14. For he delivers the needy when he calls the poor and him who has no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence, he redeems their life. And precious is their blood in his sight. So this ruler, believing it's the Lord ultimately, he's a deliverer. He's one to whom the helpless can be helped. He shows pity. He's a saving ruler. He's a saving king. He redeems their lives. He removes the oppressor and those who are violent to his own. So, that's, that's a high calling for any ruler to be like that. And for me reading that, and for you, I think as you hear it, you're probably that sounds a, a lot more than just a king on this earth. That sounds like a, a, a Messiah, a deliverer. And it's pointing beyond Solomon to, to an age that is to come, a person, uh, uh, uh the God clothed in flesh to come. So that very first point, just moving quickly, his reign is one of justice. As we go into the second point, his reign is one of peace. Verse 7, in his days, may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more. We know David's uh, kingdom was marked by bloodshed, fighting, battles, wars. Um, David wanted to 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 build a temple for the Lord. And God said, you know, I'm I'm going to reserve that for your offspring because of, really because of a lot of the bloodshed and the wars and things that were under his reign that it would come in a time of peace. <clears throat> and so Solomon entered into this period of rest uh, where the nation of Israel really had kind of this reprieve from fighting and from wars and all of that. But eventually, there's division. Eventually, the kingdom of of Solomon, as he passes it on to his sons, um, gets splintered and the tribes separate. And we have the the kingdom of Israel and we have the kingdom of, of Judah. And that just continues on until they go into exile. So in contrast, imagine a kingdom and a king who ushers in peace and whose reign is marked by constant Everlasting peace. I think that's hard to do in our minds. Um, today we, we hear of wars and rumors of wars. And it seems there's always another enemy to fight. There's always another skirmish and battle somewhere. And this is not how it will be when the king takes the throne. The king, capitalized king. Fighting will cease. Wars will cease. And peace will mark his reign. But in reality, we can know that peace even here right now. Colossians 3.15, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. So we know that when Christ comes, um, at the end of all things, there will be peace. There will be an end to wars and fighting. Verses 9 and 10 in Psalm 72 here going to just go back and um, tie those in. It says, May desert tribes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him true, tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. Hope I'm saying those right. Part of the reason peace is experienced is that the enemies defeated and this is both a defeat now and an ultimate defeat, sort of thing. We we think of Satan being in sin, being already defeated, beaten at the cross, but there's also his ultimate defeat at the end. And once that, once the fighting's over, the war's over, um, peace is then secured, and this will mark the reign of the king described in Psalm seventy-two. And I just love that verse, um verse nine, may his enemies lick the dust. Desert tribes bow down before him, may his enemies lick the dust. And and certainly David or Solomon, they're praying that over their own time, they're over their own reigns. And there is there are there are times at which the enemy will bow down and and have to lick the dust. You know, in this lifetime, there are times where Where an earthly ruler is humbled and brought to that point, but ultimate justice and ultimate um, righteousness is the Lord's and in his timing. And really at the end of all things, we know that it will come in its fullness. So moving forward, our third point is his reign is never ending. Kind of the the clincher here for all of this. Verse 17, may his name endure forever. His fame continue as long as the sun. Now the names of David and Solomon, uh, two of the most famous kings in the Bible. And they have endured for a long time. But one day even those names will fade and diminish in the light of who came after them, really who was before them as well, and who holds the power over sin, death, and the grave. And the name is Jesus. The fame of our Lord will endure. Hallelujah. The glory of his name will never end. And these are some hard things to grasp because we see a starting point and a stopping point to ever every leader who has ever lived. If we think about presidents and kings and queens, even terrible dictators, all of them have ended or will end, but not so with Christ. There is actually a hopefulness I take away from this passage because I know the reign of the Lord will never end. And yes, it is someday. It it's some, it's may be far off, it may be near, but it is someday. Someday will come. And the completion of all these things will happen. And the question that I have for you and for myself is that are we ready for this never-ending, ever-peaceful reign? I think in our hearts we are. I think in our, in our wiring somehow in our minds, that's how we were made, is to live in that place of, of never-ending peace, never-ending uh, righteousness. Really, if we go back to the garden, they had that before the fall, before sin entered the world. They had that experience with the Lord. So just recapping, his reign is one of justice. His reign is one of peace. His reign is never ending. All of that from Psalm 72 as I look at it. And as you read back over the Psalm, and I read these, these verses uh, for us, but if you go back in your own time and look at these, and you start reading in the name of Jesus Christ rather than assuming Solomon how do you start to see the the attributes that this king Jesus will have when he came to this earth 2000 years ago he came as a lamb and he was sacrificed he was he was beaten he was slaughtered he was uh, he offered himself up as a willing sacrifice in price for our sin And that is how he came, as a lamb. But he will come back as a lion. He will come in power for his own, and he will defeat the enemy once and for all. All earthly kingdoms will fade. All their crowns will be cast before the king of kings. And I just think, what a day that will be. What a moment that will be. If you do not have the assurance of where you will be when you consider Christ's return. If you're not sure about heaven or hell, I would love to chat with you further so you can know, so you can have that unshakable, unmovable assurance that you are saved and that you have life within him. And that's an easy conversation, and it's an easy thing to say yes to Jesus. It's admitting you're a sinner, confessing your sins, and then asking him to come in and be Lord of your life. He is a good king. We can trust him. And I hope that Psalm 72, um, as a little bit of an outlier from the other two that we've done, just points you to that. That kind of just gets our eyes so off of the fixation of the here and now and what's going on and points us beyond to what is to come to say yes lord we're ready long live the king we anticipate your reign we anticipate that that time with you after the end of all things because that is coming as real as this uh, these these words are coming to you through a speaker or computer or whatever as real as you're sitting in this this spot um, listening in the room that you're in, as real as all that is, the reality of heaven and the reality of eternity is just as real. So don't miss it. And that's an encouragement for, for those that are in Christ that just need to, to keep running the race and keep, keep fixing their eyes on, on the prize. And that's, um, hopefully a, a stirring for somebody who's listening to this and just needing to, come to know Jesus and make that decision. Guys, it's, it's been just a blessing to share kind of just do this really quick series on some Psalms again. And, uh, thank you for obliging me for going back again to content that for me is, is, um, always a draw and always just has, um, something that, that I find fascinating and, and just compelling Um, It may not get the most hits as far as podcast listens and downloads. I don't know. Some people may um, want want something that just sounds a little more, I don't know, catchy or whatever. But I just, I find the Psalms especially, and the whole Bible is this way, but the Psalms especially uh, have so much truth that um, if if that's something that you're, looking for in your Bible reading of, of how do I get into the Bible? How do I start doing this or, or get more into a rhythm? Um, Reading a Psalm or a passage of a Psalm is a great way every day to kind of um, allow the Lord to start speaking to you and he will speak to you. He will just, you'll start reading and you'll be like, wow, that's, that's truth. Um, I was reading Psalm 91, Today, and just that you know, talking about the Lord being a refuge, and um, you know, though uh, though these fall at your side or whatever, all these things that can happen, the God, God will still protect and still watch over. And I think I did Psalm ninety-one in a, a previous um, summer of Psalm series, but just a reminder of of who God is and His character, and that. Um, talking about in there because he calls on the name of the Lord, because he trusts in him, um, talking about us because we, we put our hope that he then takes care of and watches over us and just the reminders that we need, especially in these days of uncertainty of that God is with us and he was not going to let us fall. He's not going to let us be shaken by the storm, the famine, the plague, the drought, uh, um the recession, things like that that are going on that are that are real right now that I believe God is going to walk with us through it if we are in him. So I'm leaving with Ephesians 5:15 through 17 um next time We'll probably be doing our uh, blog of the month for july pulling that in for the podcast just quick note here and then uh, something different for july i'm not sure exactly what yet but we're we're getting those um podcast scripts ready really soon here But Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, our theme verse for the, for as bold as lions, states this, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Until next time, be blessed. Love you guys. Take care. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.